Welcome to Vintage Burn, this is Kev, Marco, and uh, and tonight we are doing a movie review in the genre of horror, The Conjuring 2. Ed and Lorraine Warren traveled to North London to help a single mother raising four children alone in a house plagued by a supernatural spirit with sexy results. There you go. That's a very simple uh, Very simple, yeah. Synopsis. I'm a simple guy. Anyway, the uh, movie scored a 7.3 on IMDb, which is very good for IMDb. The budget was 40 mil, made 102 in the U.S., 320 worldwide. Yeah. So the movie was pretty much a success. And there's a third one that was supposed to come out in a couple weeks, pretty much. I think September. Yeah, it got pushed back to 2020. And I'm pretty sure it got pushed back, yeah. 2021 now. To, to 2021. <clears throat> but they could release Bill and Ted. I don't understand that. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Because uh, well, the, I think they realized, yeah, Bill and Ted, they're like, eh, this isn't yeah, going to yeah. make any money anyway. Yeah. So. <laughs> it might be what, you know, like I know Stranger Things, like um, they held off, like it usually comes out around July and they start around March. I don't know how they do that. but man, And now it's like a year from when it was supposed to come out. Right, you know? right. So, so all the kids are going to be freaking so old looking. Yeah. <clears> I know. Close. Maybe they already had most of Bill and Ted already like produced or something. That's mm-hmm. why they could have dropped it. Yeah. But So I'm going to get into it real quick. Uh, so like in the first one, it opens up with a scene that really, I mean, this actually has a lot more to do with the, actually, no, the first one had the Annabelle scene to open up, right? Mm-hmm. Part one. So this one opens up actually at the Amityville house, which is pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, um, They were there to, conf- you know, Ed and Lorraine were there to confirm uh, paranormal, t- paranormal, uh, I can't talk today, paranormal <laughs> activity reported by the Lutzes. Yeah. So the year before that, Ronnie DeFeo killed his family, claimed he was under the influence of something demonic. So basically it leads into, uh, they're sitting around at a table and... Uh, Lorraine and everybody else closes her eyes to see if she can see anything. She opens her eyes and starts walking around and sees herself sitting with the group still. And it's a pretty cool scene because she looks over, she sees herself, Ed, and whoever else is at that table. And uh, she goes up the stairs. She sees mom and dad in bed. Dad is dead, and you can tell he's dead. There's blood all over the place. And the mom looks at you know at her and says, "What did you do?" And then what I think is pretty cool, she lifts up her arms like she's cocking the gun and she's yep. picturing herself as Rodney DeFeo, so she sees he sees everything he does. Silence your phone, Douglas. First time ever. No, it's fine. Mine goes off all the time. I forgot to actually silence mine, so let me do that real quick before I continue. Kevin's already mad. He's like, this, this podcast is going to go for an hour. You guys silence on your phones. This is going horribly wrong. That is an awesome scene, though, when, yeah, she walks by the mirror and she cocks the gun. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's supposed to be DeFeo, but... You, she sees herself as right. Like, so now you know, like, she's seeing in his eyes, his perspective right. throughout the scene, which is awesome. And then anyway, she shoots the mom. She goes to the other room and she does the same to Ronnie's siblings. When she leaves the room, there's a mirror on the wall that, like you just said. All right, there you go. I could skip that part. Look at that. Do you notice this whole time? You can hear like it sounds like shoot that. Yeah. Shoot that. Yep. 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 It sounds like Ozzy suicide. Like the, get solution. the gun. Get, yeah. Get the gun. Get the gun. Shoot. Yeah. Shoot. Shoot. The whole time. That's all you think of is fucking Ozzy. Then again, she shoots the sister, and she starts freaking out a bit at the table. And Ed, Ed asks if she's okay. What do you see? And then back outside the room, she's leaning up against the wall, looks over, and she sees a child staring at her. His eyes are completely white, like yeah. really freaky-looking, creepy. creepy. Yeah. So the kid runs down the stairs. She follows him to the basement. The little shit runs out from behind a sheet. She follows, and then you see four kids bloodied up, standing next to, you know, next to each other, looking at a covered-up mirror. She pulls the sheet off the mirror. 
she sees the fucking nun. So then you get the introduction to the nun. Yeah. Welcome. Enter the nun. Enter the nun. So none your fucking business, Marco. <laughs> um, she uh, looks behind her twice to see if the nun is there, and she's not. Then she turns towards the mirror, and the nun's in front of her again. Another good scare scene. And she's like screaming with her freaking teeth and all that stuff. It's pretty cool, man. It's just great. And then she ends up grabbing Lorraine by the neck. Then she sees Ed in the basement, and he appears to be getting impaled. And she starts screaming at the table. She says, Ed, this is as close to hell as I ever want to get. Yeah. Yep. And as I wrote, great opening scene. Uh, I, yeah. I actually thought it was better than the Annabelle scene in the first one. Yeah. Um, yeah there's and, and there's this, no lube here. Yeah, and, and, and this obviously leads to the ending, which which is now, pretty cool. Do we know, like, based off of the real and, and Lorraine Warren, obviously their Amityville investigation is real. Uh, I don't know about this situation for The Conjuring. Uh, one or two if those are real events or if these are just made up movies no they're both based on they're true stories. based but I'm not sure how, how real they really but are but not itself that's completely I think so fiction I'm pretty yeah. sure yes yeah, there's no yep. they just threw in some creepy ass correct they need something to kind of tie all the movies together and then have a spin off which works and that's, yeah which, which works. works yeah like like at least we think it works um okay The Conjuring 2 but yeah, and then I, it opens up with The Clash, London Calling, which I love that song. Great song yeah. for this, yeah, because it does have a, I don't know <coughs> that. Didn't come out till 79. That's true. But the movie's set in 77. 77, yeah. So you're foreshadowing right. once uh, again. Interesting. Yeah, yeah there's yeah. a lot of it, like... It, it predicted the future. They did, man. They're like, before London Calling was even out, they knew that it was a thing. Yeah, you know what? I didn't even put that together, but you're right. London yeah. Calling was a little later, yeah? Just a Absolutely. Scooch, but not much. I mean, The Clash was around, but London Calling was later. Like, like the, the maybe the original Clash album was around in 77, so... They go, but, you know, it takes place right outside of London, so it makes sense. Anyway. So then right after this, you have the Star Wars sequence beginning. With like yeah, the yellow, yeah, yeah. The yellow letters on the mm-hmm. screen, you know, in a galaxy far, far yeah. away. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of. It does remind me of that. Uh, and I like like how the scenery too. It's showing like the riots, the hatred for the queen, and all that shit in the background. So it shows what's going on in England at that time. Very which is sex cool. pistols. Yeah, it shows like the IRA, the punk scene. Like I said, amongst other things, like you said, I should say, amongst other things. So it cuts to I'd say twelve-year-old girls smoking. She asks the other one to hold her smoke so she can give her back her spirit board, which is also a Ouija board. That's what I, I would call it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a, you know, and then the non-smoking one gets caught, of course. Janet. Janet. And enter Janet. Hodgson. She's American, by the way. I don't is know if she? you knew that. Yes. She's absolutely she's, American. And well, she's the fucking gem of this movie. She is. She's so freaking good in this she, movie. This movie would have been great otherwise, but she just fucking, her acting in this yeah. just took it. And I'll talk about that later at the end. Anyway, she, uh, so school ends. They get caught. School ends. Uh, they meet, you meet the, the rest of the Hodgkin kids. Uh, Billy, Margaret, and Johnny. Billy stutters. Four little bullies appear and She's make fun of Billy. 17. <laughs> and calls Janet a lesbian. A lesbo. Oh, I forgot about this. I love and Camilla, the smoking girl, the one that was actually smoking, comes from out of nowhere and asks if he's talking about his mum. <laughs> Which I thought was funny, so I put yeah, that in. It was pretty good kid banter. Yeah. So before they walk in uh, the house, uh, the, her mom is on the phone talking about financial problems, all that stuff. Yells at Janet about the smoking incident when they walk in. Billy wants biscuits, all that shit. Billy always wants biscuits. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, biscuits come up like five times <laughs> in the first 20 minutes in this movie. <laughs> and mom says, There's no bloody money for biscuits. So a little later, you hear uh, a song talking about a crooked man coming from a tent in the hallway and mom opens the tent and 
says, look what I found, Billy, all excited. Biscuits! So she ended up getting them biscuits. So poor little Billy with the stutter and problem. Good little kid gets picked on. Just, just want a mother- motherfucking biscuits. biscuits and he got them. So Margaret sees... <laughs> I'm sorry, I cut you off. I thought you were done. I apologize. You want to continue with your no, voice? No, that yeah. was it. Yeah, no. So <laughs> Margaret sees Janet playing with the spirit board. So they fuck with it, of course. Margaret asks if there's any spirits here. Nothing happens. Janet Janet asks if Dad is ever coming home. Nothing happens. So Janet asks if there are any spirits that can answer her. Again, nothing. She puts it away. Later that night, this is fucking where this movie gets kind of jumps right in, and I love. Oh like, yeah, there's no foreplay. Yeah, and even the four, the first quandary too, and I love it. So everyone's sleeping. Uh, Janet and Margaret share a room. Margaret's the older sister. Janet's the secondary sister or whatever. The second sister, not secondary. Yeah. You know what I mean? But Janet is in bed and you could tell, you know, not sleeping well. Then you hear a noise. And all of a sudden, she wakes up downstairs in the living room floor in front of an armchair. Yeah, that'd be that'd freak me yeah. right the fuck out. She looks... Such a creepy old London house like they have. You yeah, know? man, it was it's very cold, very. The wallpapers peeled. I mean, yeah. I, that's oh, you, you can tell they're poor, thing. and you can tell they're poor too. Yeah. Like they're not; they have no money. But generally, too, right? Patina is a like it's, it's a euro thing. Like we don't really let houses kind of get to that point. I think that's like a thing. Patina. Should, no, all on the outside maybe, but on the inside, no, that's just really? poor. Yeah, just poor. Just like in New York, you know, it's like you have fucking. Horsehair plaster showing holes in the wall. It's I'm not, yeah, holes in the wall. People just leave. I'm not going to name names, but I was just in a house a couple weeks ago that was pretty fucked up. <laughs> I'll be like, honest. Hey, you guys should fix some of these things. Yeah. I can see through the next room. T-shirts. All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> she looks baffled. She's by the armchair. She looks baffled around. A, you know, she looks around a bit. Margaret wakes up to a loud knocking on her door. Sees Janet isn't there, opens the door, and no one's there. The knocks were in threes, by the way. I don't know if anybody noticed that. Boom, boom, boom. Oh, you're right. Boom, boom, boom. Like in the first movie. Yep. By the way. And in the poltergeist. Yep, in poltergeist too. <laughs> Janet walks around the corner and they go back in the room. She comes when the door's open. Next day. Mom is talking to her friend about Janet. They head to the basement to do laundry. You can see a bunch of water. It's like a fucking lake. And it's a huge basement. Yeah. Massive basement. And... Um, you know, the washing machine's in the front where they walk in, and then if you walk down some stairs, you're in water, which comes into play later. That's why I, got, I wanted to mention that. Well, it's not that bad yet. It's probably, like, ankle deep when they go down there. Right, but it's yeah. still, you can see, you can see that there's just a lot of water down there. And you're right, it does get worse. Because when they're doing the laundry, the pipe bursts, right? Yep, that's right. She starts the laundry, and the water starts spraying everywhere. Definitely in need of a plumber. Dingy-ass basement. Back to the Warrens. This movie freaking jumps, but I'm already on page five. See that? We're moving. Wow. We're moving. Page two. Jump, but it's not. It just doesn't drag ass. No, it's awesome. It's yeah. just like constant action, man. So anyway, the War the Warrens are on uh, the Becky Rivers show. Talk about Anne Medieval. There's a skeptic saying the Warrens made it up. The skeptic talks shit about both of them. Uh, I forget what he says exactly. I didn't write it down. But Ed loses cool, and the skeptic tells him to show some class, and Ed responds with. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, all fucking 1970s yeah, candy like fucking... Put your dukes up. You want to go to fisticuffs <laughs> about it? And then it goes back to the Hodgsons. Billy and Janet are playing with the Crooked Man toy, singing along, and Billy stutters and gets upset, but Janet gets him to finish it. He does, and he gets to have what? Because he finishes Biscuits. it. 
Uh, a biscuit. I got creepy lantern <laughs> with slender. Right? I, right. I know. Billy, you want a good boy? You want a biscuit? But, well, oh, biscuits good. are cookies. In England, yeah, you got to remember that they're no, cook- sure. they're not like biscuits like here, like yeah, like buttermilk, you know. Yeah, they're those cookies. are crumpets, right? Yeah, crumpets. I think. Yeah, I think those are crumpets. Crumpets are biscuits, and biscuits are cookies. It's like yeah, football. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> football and okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's sleeping again. Billy wakes up with biscuit mouth and goes to the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> to get a glass of water. <laughs> <laughs> I actually wrote that down. That's uh, that's yeah. I thought it would be a good joke. No, no need to pat myself on the back here, but <laughs> he looks outside the swing set and the swing is moving. One swing is just moving. The other swing is still. Uh, the other swing is moving. So now you're starting to maybe that spirit board is starting to lift some shit up, you know. Now Janet is not sleeping well again. She's talking to her to sleep, saying, "Help! Stop it!" It wakes up Margaret. And she tells Janet to wake up. Janet stops. Margaret lays back down, and Janet, now sitting on the bed, says, This is my house. Yeah. And you finally hear that demonic voice finally pop out. Yeah, fucking creepy. This is my house. Yeah, 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 right yeah, now. yeah. And then uh, she says, No, it's not. What are you doing here? That's Janet talking, like, to the spirit, you know, like, to herself, pretty much, it felt like. Like, she's having a conversation, but with herself. Yeah. She, yeah, she's not being, she's talking to someone, not... Being possessed yet. So do you want to do this together? Say say this to me, whoever wants to. What are you doing here? What are you doing here? Playing know. a game with Billy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He's, up He's really going into character. Yeah, dude, I love it. Bill Wilkins, when you find out, I know it was spoiling it. It's Bill Wilkins, but... Bill Wilkins is awesome. I love Bill Wilkins. Uh, is Bill Wilkins, was he in um, uh, uh, Underworld? I'm not sure. I didn't look into any character. Okay. That's usually Doug does that stuff. He's pretty good about that. Yeah. Doug, did you do any of that research? I didn't. I figured he was just some old guy. You think mm-hmm. he was in a movie? Yeah, I think he. And it could have just been a voice too. He's, Actually, no, because he's in it later too. You see him. Oh, oh, this is, the character's name is Bill Wilkins. Correct. Oh no, I'm talking about the actor. Oh, I don't know who Bill Wilkins know. is. Hey, who's Bill Wilkins? Yeah, no, I'm thinking the guy, the voice of this character. He he sounds like the guy from Underworld. Like it, it sounds like it would be him. I don't think he's actually that old in real life. Gotcha. I think this is actually a well-known actor. You know, let me... If we actually look it up. I I'll look it up if you want to keep going. Say, I'll, I'll tell your mom. Oh, here we go. He's getting back into character. Just say it. <laughs> I'll tell your mom. I'll break her neck. Uh, <laughs> Which I thought was awesome, too. Reminds me of, like, a uh, uh, King Diamond concept album. You mm-hmm. know, like Abigail and... You fall down the stairs and break your neck. Yeah, and he's doing all the voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Just... Yeah. And then anyway, Margaret wakes up, calms her down, gets her to go to sleep. Like basically, Bill Wilkins kind of goes away because yeah. Margaret it kind of interferes, but he gets a little more uh, intimate later. So anyway, Margaret rolls over, and all of a sudden, Janet is standing there and tells her to stay away from Billy. So obviously, Bill Wilkins didn't go away. He thought he went away. Did you hear another voice whispering? This is my. And then yet another dark corner scene, like in the first movie. Remember the dark corners scenes? Yep. And they're oh, staring into the yep, corner, which yep. is pretty fucking cool. Could you guys see yes. something? No, in I can corner? never see anything. And I watched this movie ten fucking times, Same especially I, those scenes. I, can I have a dark anything. TV and my TV sucks, so no. I don't know if there was something I was... I've been missing like a whole like... Uh... No, but like even in The Conjuring 1, remember it's like, there's somebody behind you and you cannot... There's nobody there. Oh, you're talking about behind the door. I was talking about yeah. above like the, the um, curio. By the way, you're talking yeah. about behind the door, right? Right. right. Yeah. Bill Wilkins is played by Bob Adrian, and he is not the guy from Underworld that I was thinking. Okay. I was thinking of another actor, but uh, I'm, 
thinking of what. Let's see, what has he been in? How come I have no fucking? Uh, Bill, uh, Bob Adrian's been in Twelve Monkeys, Jungle Fever, and then Conjuring Two. So, eh. not a lot. Jungle no. Fever was big, like '92 or whatever it was. I remember shit. that movie. But anyway, Janet goes to bed like nothing happened after the. This is my house, dark corner scene. So Billy, on the way back from biscuit mouth uh, drink, <laughs> kicks a fire truck, activates the siren, he shuts it off, and kicks it into his tent. He looks at the dark opening of the tent, you know, and uh, a few times, then lays down, and the truck turns on and comes rolling right into his room. Creepy. Yep. That bugged me the fuck out. Yep. He looks freaked, picks it up, turns it off, and uh, stares at the tent. Opening and starts walking toward it. He rolls the truck back in and it comes right back out and you hear this tormented scream coming out. And he wakes up, Mom. She asks what's wrong. He says, there's someone in the tent. She opens it, nothing there. She leaves. Uh, and she hears a, no- uh, a noise. Tells Billy to go to his room. That's right. She didn't leave. She, he was she just drunk noise. on biscuits. Billy, you're yeah. drunk on biscuits. Yeah. She goes to investigate the noise and finds Janet in the armchair rocking. So Janet was just sleeping and all of a sudden she's back in that armchair. Yep. So she's basically teleporting from like a fucking room downstairs. Creepy. It is creepy. And then every time, by the way, you hear that noise. It's like, woof, woof. It makes this like, yeah. you notice that? Yeah. Except that time because it doesn't actually show her teleport on that one. But she, she teleports four times in this movie. She wakes Janet. Janet says, I think I've been sleepwalking again. Like in the first movie. Remember the girl bumping her head into the fucking thing? Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom responds with, what do you mean again? She takes Janet upstairs, and the chair is still a rocking, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Janet has a fever. <laughs> <laughs> so she ended up staying home from school, and this leads to another one of my favorite scenes. Um, and if you guys want to help, you guys can do this too, man. Next day, Janet stayed home from school. She's on the couch watching the telly. Yeah. I try to keep this as British as possible, by the yeah. way. I even wrote telly. Telly. Armchairs believe, uh, I'm sorry, armchairs behind the couch, by the way, that she's sitting on watching the telly. The channel changes by itself. Janet changes it back. Channel changes again. She's obviously starts getting scared. You know, you can see it in her face. She drops the remote and can't find it. The remote, I'm sorry, the phone rings. It's just mom checking in, making sure she's all right. Uh, she asks, you know, she tells mom, when's she going to be home? She asks mom, when are you going to be home? Because she's obviously scared. And uh, hangs up. She sees the remote. Oh wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, she's on. Oh the, yeah, yeah. She's on the phone. She looks down, and the remote keeps going, kind it's, of disappearing on yeah. yeah. the scene. I just, and then she looks over, and it's on the chair, just like and she knows she didn't put it there. Mm-hmm. Billy's, Billy's fucking little. <coughs> yeah, she turns around. Yeah, falls. Like There's actually there. another inconsistency uh, on the TV. I guess it's Bon Jovi, like a full ass Bon Jovi. Oh, is it? oh yeah, that's very inconsistent. And then yeah. like at that time, he wouldn't wouldn't have been discovered, and he was only like 15 or 16 at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I, is it sure it's Bon Jovi? Yeah. 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 Really? I read it on the internet, so it's got to be true. It's got to be true. <laughs> it's yeah, if it's on the internet, it's got to be it's true. Gotta be so true. you hear some lightning. The TV goes to snow. She slaps it. It gets blank. And in the reflection, you can see a man in the chair. That's the first yeah. time you actually oh, see Bill Wilkins. Yeah, you can see that creep. Which is cool. And then, I can't read what I wrote. It's unfortunate. Because he yells something. He says, my oh. house. No, no, no. But he goes, eh. That's what I wrote. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he does. He's like, eh. She turns around. The remote falls like somebody was holding it in the chair. Which I thought was fucking cool. She turns around and the fucking yeah, thing just falls. just falls. And that was awesome. <coughs> and she's looking at the chair. You see an old man, uh, an old man face over her shoulder, and he yells, 
my house while she's looking at the chair. So he pops up behind her. It's freaking nuts. I, I got, love the way they use like the, the scare tactics with the faces. It happens about three times in this movie. And I freaking love it, man. It's it just that, that James Wan has like a um, magical way of... like Even though the movie, to me, isn't the scariest movie, but it has some really good jump scares. It's, yeah. it's basically you know? 100%. From beginning to end, it's pure suspense. Mm-hmm. And then he has this way. It's like you know something's coming, but you don't, don't know when it's coming. Right. So even though it's not a cheap scare, mm-hmm. it's well earned. It still fucking makes you... That's why I got my house... Fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. Like, fuck. Like, gets me every fucking time. I'm like, I know it's coming, but when? When's it coming? Right. Suspense, suspense, and then boom. And and to back up your uh, your point, I wrote, I jumped. Because I did. I was, yeah. And I've seen the movie before. Yeah, you still... No, you still And jumped. I still fucking jumped. Because he gets set up for it. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, like a, well, it's like we said with the picture with the nun, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you see the nun down a hallway, and, it's, and you just know... You're like, oh, it's like, even if it's just a portrait of her, you're like, yeah, you know something's going to happen, but you don't know when or where it's going to come from. Oh, yeah, James Wan's going to be good. He's good. He, he is, is good. Certainly. So I guess he, he turned down some movie, which he would have made a fucking gazillion dollars on, but he turned it down to direct this, because he's, mm-hmm. you know, so tied to the franchise now. He was yeah. One of those things, like, I don't give a shit about the money. I just want to stay true to, like, what I've been doing. I'm I mean, glad. It's his reputation. I think he cares yeah. more about it. And him. I'm sure the dude's guy. I'm sure he's got more than enough money. Yeah, that's You know, true. he might be one of those dudes who, who's probably worth a hundred fucking million dollars It doesn't need that other hundred, you know? Like like cares. me, like I would be that way. He cares yeah. more Give about me 10, his fine. instead of like, right. like yeah. paycheck or yeah. getting smashed all over the internet. What's, uh, is he doing three, Conjuring three? That I did not look into, but if you guys want to look into it while I, I read I, it, let me know. I want to say yes, but I was on the, I was looking at all that shit up earlier. I can't remember what it was. Now. All right, check it out. I'm going to continue this. So we can keep this uh, not to be in an hour and 45 minutes because Kevin's already on and over there. So uh, TV turns back on and Janice screams. That, that's the end of that scene. Cut scene. Back to the Warrens. Lorraine finds Ed painting and asks if he uh, was inspired. And he says he had a crazy dream. And he could get it out of his head. She looks at the picture and he's painting the nun from her dream. Yeah. And she doesn't from her tell, vision. And she doesn't tell him here She either. does not. So I thought that was kind of weird. I'm like, whoa, they're going to figure some shit out. And no, she doesn't tell him. All she says is, you know, they, she tells him they need to stop taking cases. He asks why. Daughter walks in and Lorraine asks him if he, if he trusts her. He says he does. And that's it. That's all you really hear about that for that moment. Then it goes back to the family. Janet's try, tying her arm. Now she's going back to bed. She's tying her arm to the bed frame or whatever. Whatever she's tying it to with jump rope. Mm-hmm. So she doesn't fucking go through the ceiling again into the bottom. Uh, Janet, uh, says just in case sleepwalks Margaret Astor. Uh, you hear a thump and Janet is on the floor next to the bed and you hear the three knocks on the door again. Boom, boom, boom. So Bill tried pulling her down. Obviously the rope saved her, even though it doesn't save her later. And, um, I don't think he's direct on the third. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. I think Michael Cheeves. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Well, that's, uh, I think, sure he has a lot to do with it though still. I would imagine he's got a string. He might be producing or something, but maybe she can't take on the full. So anyway, she attires herself, grabs a flashlight, runs downstairs. See the chair? Uh, she sees the chair start rocking yet again. She runs to her room, closes the door. She lays down, freaking, and the door opens on its own. She can hear someone coming up the stairs, and that part's creepy too. You hear that footstep slowly, and the creep, and the, and the thump, and all that shit. And uh, it gets closer. She and it pulls her covers off. But it gets in her still- room. She's still under the blanket, yeah, with the light on, right? You know what I mean? Right, I'm like, right, dude, right, if you right. want to, if you're trying to hide, turn that shit off. Light on, yeah. Yeah. Come on, get, yeah. 
So I got footsteps, breathing, blanket ripped off. Oh, and then I'll let you. No, it's fine. You can keep going if you got it, man. Uh, bed starts shaking, wakes sister up, and... Oh, and so the bed starts shaking violently. The fucking, they scream at the top of their heads. Their mom comes in, and Janet, cho- she doesn't believe her, and then Janet shows her the bite mark. Yeah, she's holding her, her bite mark. Yeah, she's holding my big, big yep. fucking bite mark. <clears throat> okay, uh, Janet says there's someone in the room. Yeah, so then the mom finds the spirit board, rips it up, and basically accuses them that you guys are freaking each other out, you're getting in your own, each other's heads, and... Um, and she thinks they're just kind of like two young girls fucking with each other. And then all of a sudden the dresser slams against the wall. Yep. Like, fuck, this shit's for real. That's yep. what I just have in my notes. And, yep. and now I think they're all starting to realize that, like, this isn't just in our minds. This isn't just some, like, this is real. We all just saw that fucking dresser slide mm-hmm. across the room. And then they, they, they freak the fuck out and run to the neighbors. Yep, get out of Dodge. Yep. Cops show up. Next scene. They look around, nothing unusual, to get, till they get to the kitchen. And they start hearing noises. Um, cop asks for a chair, and she stands on it. Figures out it's coming from inside the wall. She gets off, said it's probably rats, and then the chair slides back to the table on its own. Yeah, it it's, turns a corner and everything. It's made, like, it makes an L. It comes down and then makes a complete 90 degree. Yeah. And the, the cops, table. like, fucking call a priest. Yeah. We don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do yeah, do exactly. you guys remember the scene in um, We Live in the Shadows or whatever? Have you ever seen that? No. Uh, what we do in the shadows? No, no. Uh, I never seen it. All right. It's a comedy horror, right? It is, but it's yeah. all like vampires. Yes. It's kind of like, yeah. but it's in like a film like a weird way where it's like cut scenes, almost like The Office, you know, yeah. like the interviews. No, exactly. But there's a no, scene exactly. where they go in the basement, and the cops come down, and that's what it reminds me of. I'm like, I'm like, wow, I remember the cops really giving them shit in this. But I was mixing movies up. I'm like, oh wait, no, they just show up and say, <laughs> yeah, you fucking, yeah. See, the the woman police officer uh, suggests, you know, she's like, we're a part of the church we can send you like the priest you know mm-hmm. yeah. this is quote bigger than them yeah, and the cops like, yeah this is fucked up yeah, like, yeah they is, don't know what to do can't arrest a fucking entity or you ghost can't you know? handle that situation yeah. uh, Lorena Judy goes back to them Judy the daughter they're chilling in the same room all of a sudden Judy, Judy's gone she finds Judy in the hallway in shock there's a painting now a hall and Lorraine sees the nun at the end uh, of the hall she hooks her right Who's that? <laughs> yeah. She looks her right off screen. You don't see her. Lorraine investigates. She enters the office study and she uh, sees the nun uh, painting behind her. And turns on the light, which this part was fucking yes. awesome too. Then the music starts playing all of a sudden. Like the, the record player or the whatever creepy starts going mu- off. I, Christmas music is so creepy out of context. Yeah. And it's all over this movie It too. is, yeah. yeah. Technically it's a Christmas movie, though, but... From, yeah, yeah all, all the weird music, it's just Christmas music, which I find yep. creepy for the yep. most part anyway, but in like a weird nostalgic way. Yeah, there's a scene later where, where the music comes into play, like, good too, man. It's just a couple parts, you're right, man. I, you know what, I didn't even put that together, that it's Christmassy in, in a couple areas of this film. Yeah. But you're right, it is Christmas, because there's a Christmas tree and all that stuff. Yep. Yeah, T- towards the end, you kind of yep. realize it's actually Christmas. Yep. So Lorraine shuts the music off, uh, then the lights go out on their own, and Lorraine turns them on. She sees the nun painting again, walks towards it. Turns the light back on, and this is the best, man. She goes to leave the room. The door slams shut. Lights go out. Lorraine is freaking out. Shit is shaking. None shadow on the wall, man, yeah, which was cool. And it just walks around the whole wall. I mean, like, I think two sides it shows. Like, one side, she hooks the corner. She ends up freaking walking up right behind the painting. <laughs> and you, again, James Wan, you're like, you know what's coming. Like, you know it's coming. Yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a jump now. It's gonna be a three minute, yeah. or like a thirty second, like suspense yeah. jump. Yeah. 
Then she freaking jumps out of the painting. Well, first you see the fingers, right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. They come out the side. Sudden, right. It's just yeah. like very slow, like like the like uh, the ring or something, oh, or like creepy. the grunge. So yeah. And they picked such a gangly woman to play that Dude, part. Dude, I didn't realize she was actually like gangly. Yeah, well, her. Yeah, have you seen it? Yeah, like, yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I thought that was all makeup. That's like her. She's got that kind of nose. Very pretty, mm-hmm. but but I mean, you can like they. There's not a far stretch really. You know, it's her that played the part. Yeah. Imagine being married to her. I'd wake up every night. <laughs> 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 so anyway, she runs out of the painting, which was cool. Her body shadow went behind it where her face would be. Oh, it's yeah. perfectly lined up. It's great. Uh, she knocks Lorraine down by grabbing her throat, and then Lorraine wakes up in the Amityville basement. She sees the nun, asks who she is and what she wants. The nun points, and uh, and Lorraine sees Ed die again. So he, And this time you see it clearer. Yeah, he's kind of like on this spike. It looks like he's yep. impaled through a spike. We don't yep. know. It looks like ice in the scene. Right. Because you really don't know what what's going on. Obviously, it's right. foreshadowing. But it, it is like definitely a, foreshadowing. It looks like a big icy spike going through Ed's chest. And then she wakes up screaming back in the room, and Judy's just sitting there. Can I, can I say one thing? Yeah. I forgot about the Bible. M- mine says, come to find out it's a DP dream. At least... It says fucked up dream, but I read my notes wrong in my head. I read it as a fucked DP dream. Okay. So that we went from here to like, whoa. Yeah, this one's like, like the conjuring the porn, like that. That's toilet humor. <laughs> nah. Sure is. And anyway, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Judy's back in. And it did show the part where she was cutting into the Bible. Yeah. Which becomes very important. She was writing, actually, with a pen, but it was going so hard you could see it ripping pages. I didn't realize that was the Bible at first. I thought that was just like um, like a notebook she was working on. No, I had no, no idea it was a Bible yep. until later on. Um, yeah, I mean, they're obviously highly religious. They work directly for the church, so it doesn't surprise me she would just be reading a fucking Bible. Yeah. For no, no wonder she falls asleep. Back to England. Here come the reporters. Reporters asking if there's anybody that wants to communicate. Nothing happens for a sec. They're with the family, by the way. I didn't Yeah, they're all that. sitting in the living room at the scene, right? Yeah, yep. And you can see Janet looking uncomfortable. Lights start flickering. Janet starts speaking in the demonic voice again. They ask his name. And uh, just, this is my house. You don't belong here. And they ask his name again, and the voice says, "Knock, knock, Billy." Oh my God. <laughs> Billy, Billy. No, he says Bill. Billy, Billy, Billy. But he's like Bill who, and then he's like Bill Wilkins, and I'm seventy-two years old. That's a good Bill Wilkins. Wow, you really practiced yeah. this one. No, I did not actually. My throat hurts though. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. coughs> right, anyway. so actually, Bill Wilkins. <laughs> like Bill Wilkins. Ooh. Alright. How did you die, they ask? Had a hemorrhage and fell asleep and died in the chair. So that explains why she's always at that fucking chair. Why did you come here? I like to hear them scream. Yep, likes to hear them scream. And then, like, evil ass laugh. And Bill goes away. It's like, ha ha ha, whatever he does. So, so right before this, um, the mother is kind of, like, uh, bringing groceries home. And she's approached by a, um, kind of like a news reporter. And he's like, hey, we've heard a lot of things going on here and kind of like, can we do a story on it? She's like, I'd rather not have my personal business be, you know, thrown about the news. Yeah. And he says, um, you know, that getting the story out there might be the best chance of them getting help. And that's the main reason that convinced her into actually letting them into the house to do this kind of news broadcast. And then comes up the whole scene Marco just went through. Okay. At first she's very, you know, very uh, uh, not for it. And mm-hmm. then she's like, well, if it, it's going to fucking help us, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, was it? They say at the neighbor's house? Where was I? Okay, I got it. The next scene uh, goes back to the tent and the crooked man starts working by itself. So you see the, the little crooked mad toy going by itself. 
Anyway, Billy wakes up and hears a bell. There's actually, uh, the neighbors have the dog trained so well, he rings a bell when he has to go out to, to take a shit. Oh, yeah, which is adorable, by the way. Which is cool, yeah. yeah. He wish. sees the dog, and he morphs into the Crooked Man. Which yep. is pretty cool. He runs back to the room, and they hear the Crooked Man coming. And you can hear it, like, and they're all freaking out. It's like, I'm the Crooked Man. He's singing along and all that shit. I, I, I wish I wrote down the lyrics. Did you write down the lyrics? No, because it's so creepy. Oh, Something it's about awesome. With the hook in Well, because at first, like, there's the very innocent version in his version, right, it it's, changes, very, yep. it's really like almost like a Grimm's fairy tale where right. it's like like very grotesque. I wish we wrote down the lyrics to the song because it's awesome. But uh, anyway, whatever. It's okay. No big deal. Um, so they hear the crooked man coming. It turns out it's fucking Janet again. Just walking down the friggin' hall. So it's like Janet's getting taken over by everybody. So the crooked man apparently took her over too. But, Alright, so one thing I'm trying to understand is Billy, is he just portraying, is that him taking on the image of the crooked man or is this now another cat you know what I mean is it the same so I think it, to be it does else? explain it later on it does explain it uh, so I mean we can wait a little bit but I don't mind talking about it I mean if you see this movie's been out fucking five years yeah so whatever you know or whatever four years whatever it would have been so yeah so basically the person at the end controls everybody okay so like okay, so like Bill, really actually Bill Wilkins explains it in a scene like right near the end of the movie yeah um so yeah, he controls the crooked man. He controls Bill Wilkins. Yeah, so he's or she. Yeah. Ooh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, evil voice. She flings the fireplace cover. Almost kills the dude neighbor. Oh yeah. I forget his name, but it was yeah, pretty I, cool. I got him written down as Tubby in my notes. Yeah, dude neighbor. That's what I got him as. Yeah, Tubbs. Then she falls to the ground, foaming at the mouth and having convulsions. Mm-hmm. So now she's all fucked up. Fucking poor little Janet. I know. Great actress. Yes, I don't know great. if she's done everything else, anything else, but she killed it in this movie. Yeah. She she start, she'll be quite she'll be the next bigger actress, I bet. Yeah, man. She was awesome. And she's a fucking American. Yeah. I, I couldn't believe it. Like that young just she, playing like the accents she, and all she that. Did a good job yeah, she did great. Yeah. So cuts dad and Lorraine listening to the Bill Wilkins tape. Mm-hmm. She tells him they both saw the nun and she saw him die. She agrees to go to England to observe, but if it gets dangerous, we get in the fuck out. Shh. Just to observe. Yeah. I mean, because Ed really wants to go. She doesn't want to. Yeah, she's not on board. And she does not want to really get involved involved. But she, she's down to check it out and not really get too involved. But obviously that changes. Ed's obviously a stud and very persuasive. And he is he, a fucking stud. He is. Yeah. This whole movie, man. He's just a fucking stud. Mm-hmm. Not the real Ed Warren, though. He wasn't as studly. We're talking about Patrick? Yeah. We're talking about Mr. Wilson. Patrick stud? Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. Patrick Wilson's become a... You know, it's funny. He's been in so much shit I, I didn't realize. I, I, I always thought he was a good actor. No, but I never even, like, really, like, noticed him until recently. Like, because of Insidious and us doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah. That's really where I started noticing him. Now, I look at him like, wow, he was in this, he was in that. I didn't even realize. Yeah, he's yeah. been in a ton of shit. Yeah. Anyway, they arrive at the house in England. Mum takes Ed to Janet's room. I just call her Mum because I forgot her name. Same here. It's Peggy, mom. right? I think it's Peggy. Uh, it's but... Mum. Yeah, Mum. This whole scene is very poltergeist, by the way. Mm-hmm. And there's a shitload of crosses on the wall donated from the neighbors. She says it's to stop shit from moving around. Ed says, does it work? What does she say? Do you remember? Uh, uh, she says, no, I hear it all night. Oh, yeah, no. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're right. So mom shows Ed the chair. And he finds uh, that her... He finds out that the ex-boyfriend bought the house with all the furniture in it, whatever. So all the stuff remained from previous owners. 
Uh, the ex had twins. This really has nothing to do with the movie, but I'll mention it anyway. So the ex had twins with a neighbor. Took all the records. Mm-hmm. So music comes into play later because of that. Yeah, he's like, all the music's gone from the house. And he's like, well, you know, there's still light at the end of the tunnel. And mm-hmm. he's just like, no, he literally took all the records. He took the actual music. So Janet opens up to her Lorraine at the same time while this is going on in the swing set and basically explains that she has no friends. Everybody's scared of her. Mm-hmm. And Lorraine says, I felt that way too, but then I, I met somebody who didn't. And she's like, what happened to him? I, I married him. I married him. Yeah. So that's that. There's that. some sappiness throughout the movie. There's a, yo, yeah, is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's just because it's supposed to be this love story between yeah, the two. Yeah, it's good It's good. It's good sap, yeah. So anyway, uh, back to Ed and Lorraine. Ed says it makes sense because, you know, the husband leaving. Uh, spirits feed on like emotional distress is basically what he says. They like to kick you while you're down is yeah. the exact words he used. So uh, Lorraine asks Janet if the, go- the voice comes from her inside. Janet says more like behind her. So like she's like a puppet. Lauren asks if she says, um, ask if it says things to Janet. Janet says yes. And it says he wants to hurt Lorraine. Lorraine asks when he said that. Janet responds right now. Right Just now. now. Yeah, that's creepy too. Yeah, man. Just the darkness of a girl and creepy swing, swing set in London. And and now the part that I rushed through today. We got to where I got to today. Oh, this... No shit. This is exactly where I started today. Because I did <laughs> I did the rest of this like three weeks ago. And then because we took a little extended break. This is the rush job. The last the rush hour. Job. <laughs> so Doug might have to help me through this part. Alright. So we get to the uh, water ventriloquism uh, ventri- part. That's how you say it, right? Ventriloquism. Mm. Ventriloquist, ventriloquism. 30 seconds in, you already fucked up. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Did you actually spell it ventriloquism? I don't know if I spelled it right, but I, I, I went for it. Good for you. I yeah. abbreviate like a doctor and I yeah. can't read my... I just put... Fucking... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's right, but it says van, It which probably should be ven, right? Or is it ven or van? You're asking the wrong dude. Yeah. Ven, ventriloquism. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I hate ventriloquists. Doom. So, fuck Jeff Dunham. <laughs> fuck that guy. All right? That guy sucks. But anyway, they, they uh... They have her sit in the armchair where Bill Wilkins appears. Ed asks what, uh... Oh, yeah, so they put water in her mouth to prove that right. she's not making the voice. Yeah. <clears throat> that way, you know, she has to spit it after. Anyway, Ed asks uh, what he wants with Janet. And the fam, the spirit, uh, won't talk with everyone looking at him. He basically says, I won't... He said, She says for him that he won't talk. You have to turn around. Yeah, so they all have to turn their backs to yep. him. She takes a sip of water, they all turn their backs, mm-hmm. and then... And then I love this part. And he's like, uh, the house goes dark. And then he asks the same thing. And then he, the house goes dark and starts creaking. Ed asks if Bill knows who he is. And Bill responds, Ed. Eddie. Edward. <laughs> and I love that part, man. It makes me laugh. There's actually two like parts that really make me laugh. And that part's supposed to be freaky, but it makes me funny. I just love it. He's like, Ed. Eddie. <laughs> Edward. <laughs> he's like, only my dad calls me. No, he does. He's like, your father calls you Edward. He's like, no, everyone calls me Ed. So he's calling him like the spirit's fucking bluff. Yeah, and then basically Ed's like, why don't you leave these people alone? And then he, the whole thing, this is my house. Yeah. And he came to see his family he talks about. He holds a cross. Bill starts yelling some incoherent babble. Don't know what the fuck he's talking about. Yeah, it's like these weird half sentences. Yeah. And uh, shit. And go, <laughs> incoherent shit. And goes away, and Janet spits out the water. At first, he, he asks him why he hasn't moved on to say heaven. And he says, I'm not a heaven man. Yeah, yeah, that's Which right. Which I thought yeah. was pretty creepy, too. Yeah, it was pretty cool. So it's like, all right, well, we're dealing with something evil here, you know? 
And then it cuts to a quick scene where Elaine basically tells Ed that she doesn't sense any spirits. Now, if you remember in part one, right when she walks in, she sees the, the what did she call it? The spirit latched onto the back and then on the mother. Remember mm-hmm. that in part mm-hmm. one when she walks in? So this, this time, she's not seeing shit. She yeah. don't see nothing. Uh, Janet ties herself up. She's sleeping with mom. She explains the cigarette situation. And they pretty much go to bed. Right? Is there anything else important in that scene? I don't think so. Not really. So everyone is sleeping. And you hear creepy whistling. And it's this old man. Right? This old man. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Or it could be some Christmas song I don't recognize. No, it's a, it's a, um, a lullaby. Okay. So Janet wakes up and she's laying on the ceiling now this time. Even more fucked up. Which is freaking freaky. In, her, the, in the living room. room. Oh, in the living room. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because she went, because she was tied, so she went through a certain very, uh, level. Very exorcist. Yep. Yeah. So now she's on the ceiling of the living room, and she sees Bill's rocking, you know, she sees Bill rocking in the chair. You finally see Bill in the chair, yeah. like, without it being a reflection or whatever. So you finally see that. He gets up, starts walking up the stairs. She gets pulled up into her old room. Mm-hmm. With all the fucking crosses. Yeah. Dude, this is one of the best parts. Go ahead, dude. Take it. You love it. It's I know. Just, it. Every fucking wall has a crucifix on it or a cross. Yeah, they, and, and each, also the walls start shaking. But each side of the wall literally has probably 40 crucifixes. Oh, on it. Yeah. 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 Ridiculous. Yeah. And then one by one, they all just. They all start inverting all the way around. Yeah. That's why I got. Um, what the fuck's that saying? Then crosses flip, yeah. Yeah, it's a, so she basically teleports or whatever up into the locked bedroom, mm-hmm. which which what I what I what I was referring to earlier when the tying doesn't really work. Obviously, that rope ain't going to every room <laughs> in the fucking house. So, so that that's obviously when that is proved to be you know I, he I can get you out of that. You don't if you tie yourself up, yeah, I can make you look like you fucking just went through the floor. But now I'm gonna take you in this completely other fucking room. I loved it, man. Sick ass. Anyway, she's looking around. Bill appears from nowhere and screams, "Janet!" She starts screaming. Mom wakes up and goes to the room. And I start screaming. And it's locked up. She's locked in there. She cracks it open and Bill's face is there. Yeah. It's like and it's like looks like almost uh, yellow and oh it's 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 great. I know Doug will know uh, what I'm talking about and I don't know if you will but it's like the blood feast kill for pleasure uh, like album yep, cover yep, like that yep, guy yep. on it. That weird just pale. Yeah, like looking. that blue. You know, like yeah. It reminds me of that a lot. Ed and Lorraine, of course, come. They hear the screaming. Lorraine looks in, and it looks like Janet's being suffocated with a curtain. They get in, pull the curtain off, and Lorraine sees a cross. Like, literally, like, everything's back to normal, but she sees one cross just kind of moving. Like, it went right back to the place that she looked at it. So she's like, what the fuck? Um, and then, again, she says, you know, and she's shocked, she's, but she still doesn't sense a presence. So, for some reason, she just doesn't see this one. I don't know why. Right. Do they ever explain that? Um, like, is it being masked because he's, she's such a cunning spirit, or that? I'm not sure, man. I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't recall it. I've seen the movie like ten fucking times, and I, I don't. Yeah. Think, I, I don't. I don't, I don't so. think she. I think she's, she's not something with her. Let's say her powers, but she, yeah, she just doesn't doesn't feel this one, and that's kind of shitty for this poor family. Mm-hmm. And they, you know, you know that expression later on. And then even though he's been in the movie and we haven't mentioned him, the next scene we go to Mike Myers in the movie. 
No, it's not. But it, okay. it, doesn't he remind you of Mike Myers, like his voice? <laughs> he does. Like the bald, like That's British why I'm like, guy. No, was that actually yeah, him this whole time? Yeah. So if you watch, like, say, like a Glorious Bastards, you know how Mike Myers plays that part, the Operation yeah. Kino part. Yeah. He reminds me of him. Like, That's funny. Like I, I, I just think of Mike Myers. I think his name's Maurice in the movie or something like that. Morris, maybe Morris. Morris, something Morris. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, they have a meeting about the possession, if it's real or not. And it's this lady who's who's obviously a skeptic, but she's also an investigator. Mm-hmm. I didn't write their names, so I don't know. Yeah, I should have wrote those their names too. But she ends up uh, basically having a meeting, and then they decide. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's the part where they decide to get the cameras, right? Yeah, yeah, that's when they decide to bring cameras in the house. Yeah, they tell you know Ed says you know I know things are skeptical, but the family needs our help. Like we need to take a leap of faith, essentially. Yeah. So, and then Ed brings in a record. Uh, it's like an Elvis record, and this is like the heartwarming part of the film, yeah. so I'm just going to bring it up for two Funny, seconds. Yeah, it's stud. It doesn't work. Uh, she's like, oh, shit doesn't work around here, the mom says. Uh, stuff just goes broken all the time. And so he ends up doing actually a pretty good Elvis impression. He ends up picking up he a guitar. Did that. Yeah, I know. I could, you him. could tell. You, you could tell it was him. I guess that's not the first singing cameo either. So basically, while while they're singing the scene, you see, you see him setting up the, the cameras. The ghost hunters are coming in just to check the shit out, and... Uh, and then he also has the bully conversation in this uh, point in time, too. Where he's like, you know, does anybody get picked on? And Billy says, yeah, me. And uh, and they're like, uh, well, do you guys stick up for him? They're like, yeah. but And they're like, this, it's like Janet. The spirit's picking on her. You guys got to stick up for her. And then Bill Wilkins chimes in and says, Billy, stop being that little cut. Yeah. yeah. But there's Johnny, too. That, that's the other brother who comes into play, actually, in a second. So this part I found fucking hilarious. We're actually almost done. I only got like four pages. Is this, We've this run is my favorite pages. quote in all of the Conjuring movies? Is it the the camera thing? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go, you take it, bro. If it's your favorite, you take it. I thought it was hilarious. I remember the first time I watched this. I think it was actually with you guys after we did the first Conjuring, and that was the yeah first we time watched I'd part two. It. Yeah, but so like Marco was saying, this montage where he's singing Elvis and the the crew's coming in and setting up all this stuff and. It kind of he, after the scene, he kind of goes in the kitchen and picks up this big wonky camera and he puts it on his shoulder. He's like, "It's so small and light." <laughs> <laughs> but at first, I thought he was like fucking like being like like sarcastic. No. But I think just for that time, for that it time, was, it was. And this thing yeah. was massive. It was. Yeah. It's just big. He's like, "It's and, so small and light," and he's like so happy. About but it. yeah, just the way yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Really, it's his facial expression. So if you see the part. It's like he's so giddy about how small yeah. it is, but the thing has got to be like, yeah, to us like, like you I don't even know. I can't even explain it. If yeah. you, 80s camcorders were a lot smaller, too. I mean, it's crazy. It's funny, man. It's so small and light. So, uh, uh, it cuts dead. Uh, being the study is, fixing up the house. Fixing the sink, and he's he explains to Janet why he helps people, basically. Uh, something scared him when he was a kid, and then his father told him to go in and face it and gave him a crucifix, mm-hmm. which comes into play. And basically, that's that's it. Mom walks in and he asks her to take him to take him to fix the washing machine. She's like, "Oh, I don't." She, you can tell she's probably embarrassed of all the water down there. So he's, she's like, "No, you don't have to. It's kind of." He's like, "No, I will." Anyway, basement like, scene. Yeah, it's like a pool. It's not a. It's, it's not a small lake we're talking about. We're talking about a fucking yeah, swimming pool. It's like waist deep. And now. now it is. Yeah, yeah, like Doug was right earlier. It was probably ankle deep, maybe knee deep, but now it's like at least waist deep. I think it's even higher on the mom. But anyway, he's shining the flashlight around the machine, can't find the problem. And then he shines across the lake in the basement, and uh, he finds a problem. And he walks in that fucker, and he's walking through. Anyway, he ends up finding, he wrenches the problem, and you see a dark figure rising from out of the water behind him. Mom thinks she sees something, so you see her kind of go down the stairs, take a closer look. And she's like, there's somebody behind you, there's somebody behind you. And uh, where am I, shit? She said, yeah, he turns, nothing there. 
Goes back to mom. She hears like a bubbly noise. I don't know if you noticed that. There's like a little bubble noise. Yeah, yeah I thought that was she, just said beefing. Yeah, and she looks down. Yeah, like it basically sounds like when you fart in water. Yeah, that's that's true. That's that's true. Like a fart bubble. Like a fart bubble. Yeah. Yep. Perfect way to describe it. Yeah, pretty much sounds like a fart bubble. Uh, anyway, <laughs> she and then she looks down, and I, I believe I'm pretty ninety nine percent positive. It's Bill Wilkins just looking at her. Mm-hmm. And then grabs her. Uh, Ed runs over, saves the day, and then she ended up getting bit too. Yeah, he bites her. Yeah, she ended she, up getting bit. And didn't she find teeth? She found teeth. Ed did. Ed, 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 yeah, Ed feels around in the water because you hear a plop, too. Yeah. And Ed find, reaches in and he pulls out dentures. Yeah. yeah. But it was the one missing on her arm. There yeah. was one two, missing tooth. Two missing. Yeah. Two missing? Yeah. two missing teeth. So yep. it was two missing and that's where the flapper was. So, like, mm-hmm. the bite marks, that was what the, wasn't on the flapper, it was on yeah. the bite marks. Because at first I'm like, I'm like, oh, he's going to find dentures and de- try to debunk this. But then you see it's the other way around. You mm-hmm. see it's... Yeah. You know, the teeth mark, and they found the two. So there was something else they made the other ones. Right, right. So it cuts to the kid setting up a tree. Janet turns and stares at the doorway. Again, another dark scene. She's looking. Uh, Margaret, I think, yeah, Margaret. See, this is the point in time, because I, 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 I started doing the thing again. I should have looked. I wrote down their names earlier. Oh. But this is where everybody's sister, brother, mother. <laughs> but now I know it because we've been doing it. And uh, anyway, uh, she asks what's wrong. Janet says... You can't see it? And then, I, as I wrote, another dark scene like in part one. Johnny enters the room. Janet tries to stop him, and he reminds her of the bully conversation they had. So that's where that's why I mentioned that. That comes into play. We got to stick up for it, pretty much. He walks into the kitchen, and he sees all the knives. It's like a wooden table. They're all stuck into the table. He pulls one out. Then you hear, uh, like, a teleport noise. And that's when you hear the... <clears throat> like, when Janet disappears. Mm-hmm. And Janet's screaming. Johnny runs back. And the sister tells him she just disappeared. Then Johnny turns around and Janet's behind him, possessed with a knife in her fucking hand. Um, and more screaming. More screaming. Ed and mom here, they run up from the basement. They run in. There's chairs flying around. The door slams on them. They get through. Lorraine joins the fray. And you, you see a kitchen fucking table just like flying across the fucking room. Smash it against the wall. They run over. That door closes on them, which is a common theme in that. Mm-hmm. I guess most like scary, like yeah, like possession movies, like doors just slam Door left and right. Door slam shut. Yeah. Nobody there. Things flying around. Ed busts in. Kitchen is destroyed, and they find Johnny in a cupboard, and then they find Janet in like a cubby, like where a fuse box would be. Yeah, like and in. She's in there, in and, there. It, and it looks like she's like bent up and stuff. Did you yeah. notice that her legs like here, and then her? I mean, I know people can't see what I'm doing with my hands, but her legs up like near her chin and all that stuff, and it's just awkward positions and yeah, stuff. She was contorted, she's contorted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Thank but, you. But that's a good this, word. At this point, she's fully possessed too, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. The possession, yeah. like that's the whole point. Is he's Billy? Bill Wilkins has finally entered her body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then Ed puts up his crucifix. Bill goes away. No, look, you said Ed pulls her out, and then the whole she's faking it part. Mm-hmm. They caught it on tape. Yeah, so that same skeptic lady confronts them, and basically says like, "Janet's faking it. We got proof. Like the you know the gig is up." Um, so they all watch the video proof, and then you see Janet in the kitchen, tossing the table over, which it still doesn't make sense. To what we saw, a small, child, a small child of that size being able to do that much is, yeah. is a bit fucked. Yeah, I mean, uh, I know. It would still be odd. 
Yeah, I, it would. questionable. I know visually people can't see this table, but this table's pretty hefty. It's like a butcher block table. Yeah, yeah, know? and that's a butcher block table. And this table, even at your size, Doug's a pretty big guy, pretty strong guy. Do you think you could flip it up like to the right. top of that door frame right no, there? No, no, it would still no. take. It's still a lot. Yeah, it's still a lot. That's crazy. So yeah. I mean, just for that. So there was obviously Bill was still part of her. Yeah, at well, that yeah. point in time. Because um, we, we don't find out exactly what happens until a bit later. So uh, Ed Ed says he wants to help, but the church will see the video and distance himself. So there's really nothing Ed can do, and he's. And you can tell he really wants to. He's really sympathetic to their cause. Yeah. But mom, mom's just like, fuck you. Get out. Yeah, mom She kicks, ends up booting everybody. She kicks everybody out. Um, then the siblings asked her, yo, Janet, why she did it. Why she faked it. Janet responds with, he said, he will kill them if she didn't make them leave. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, so it was probably Bill and her working together, in a way, because... She probably had a little common sense while Bill had her possessed, and she was like, "All right, I'm gonna break this shit." Bill probably helped with the table, you know. I don't know. Like there was a demonic force definitely helping her, but it's it's just it, it was cool, man. I I love the dialogue in this movie too. Uh, I'm with you, maybe except for the singing part. That's a little cheese, but I understand what, it. What the Elvis cheese? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, little, it was a good scene. Little, sure. A little feel good. Yeah, you know? sure. Gets the wiggly going. You know what I mean? So. uh... I put ENL now. I started shortening up my shit because you know, ENL and Lorraine, baby. I boarded the train. A couple of the tapes fall out, and uh, the tape from the tape ends up making like an X. So he thinks of something. Ed jumps into action. Has Lorraine set up the fucking audio player. The fucking study. And he figures out that some of the tape they have from different sections. I don't know how the fuck he figured this out. Adds up to one sentence. And the sentence ends up being, so they play it together. It says, help me, it won't let me go. So yeah, earlier, we hear both of these parts, but at different times. Right. Once, yeah. once when, I think they're out doing the TV interview. Correct. Right? And the second one, they're doing like the water test. Yeah. But we don't realize that it's half of a message in each one. Right. And But he realized it because Ed's, Ed's a smart guy. Yeah. Help me, it won't let me go. Yep. And that's what he said. Fucking creepy, too. So uh, Lorraine has a dream of uh, talking to Bill in his chair. And this part I didn't write down too well, so if you have more details on this part, you go. I, um, I got some. So Lorraine goes into a vision yeah. and speaks with the old man. And uh, one, one second, I'm sorry. This has a lot to do with what you were asking earlier. That's why I yeah, want Doug to yeah. take it. Yeah. So, um, and he's kind of talking to her in riddles. He's basically telling them how to beat this entity. That there is another entity and it's not just him. And did it take him over? I mean, the whole point is he died and it took, it took him right. to use as a puppet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be- that's, that's it. If you basically, guys, if you catch what we were just talking about. Him, says, oh. Crooked Man, and not necessarily the nun. No, the nun is... The nun is the entity, right? I would yeah. say. Well, we're going to find that out in a minute. But yeah, yeah. pretty so, it pretty much is, yeah. So she's talking to him. Valak. He's talking to her in riddles. Mm-hmm. Saying something like... um. I was there with you at birth. Um, I've been with you your whole life, and I'll, you know, uh, I'll be there at the. Uh, I'll follow you to the end of times. Mm-hmm. So like this makes no sense to her at this time, but she realizes later that he's giving her the way to defeat them. Which you mm-hmm. think they would know this, being like fucking uh, demonologists. Demonologists yeah. be like, hi, hey, if we know his name, we've power over him. Mm-hmm. So and then of course the nun just decides to pop the fuck out and scare the shit out of you. Yeah, uh, but now we know the uh, old man is a pawn in the demonic game, uh, enslaved to weaker Janet's will. Yep, and uh, that's what she wakes up and she tells Ed that. Yep, that he's a pawn, enslaved to weaker Janet's will. And then something inhuman. They're going back. 
And then he asks, he asks, actually, enslaved by who? And then she says something inhuman and a couple other things. But anyway, mum, back to mum. Right? Mom. That we went? Yep. Mum is back. They're back at the house. She's Janet. crying in the kitchen. And she's full on Linda Blair at this part. Yeah. So she uh, hears something break and some screaming again. She runs into the living room and the oldest kid is like levitating. Margaret. The levitating sister. Yep. <laughs> she looks over and Janet is also levitating, but possessed. Like you said, full on Linda Blair. Yep. And mom said, leave us alone. And then the sister gets like fucking rifled, you know, magically air thrown yeah. into the fucking wall. Hard as all hell. And I'm down to the last two, baby. See, I knew this movie would cut through. Remember I told you it was like yeah. I already had 12 pages, but yeah. I read it in like 10 minutes, so it wasn't too bad. So anyway, they run out of the house. Mom says to go to the neighbors, and then she tries to re-enter the house to save Janet. The door, again, slams her fucking face. And then, of course, who shows up? Ed and Lorraine. And they realize they got to get her to the church before whatever entity kills her, mm-hmm. basically. It's kind of like almost like in The Conjuring yeah. 1, where yeah. they show up and the mom's already like at that point. They're like, we get her the yep. fuck out of here. Yeah, and so on the way, basically, they figure out... No, 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 that's not the part where they figure out to use the demon's name. No, that's, that's not later. Told, yeah. Yeah. A little later, yeah. I, know, I don't know why I wrote that so early. I don't know how that ended up there. Did I, did I fucking skip something? Anyway, they pull up while the mom is banging on the door. Ed smashes the window. Goes to climb in, and the fucking couch, like, big-ass couch comes flying at him. So he goes to go around the back, and that's when the... Is that when the lightning hits? Not quite yet. Okay, okay, anyway. So, um, he goes around the back. He goes in the basement. Yeah, he goes in the basement. Him and Lorraine have this big crying match through the door. Don't do what I have to do. Yeah, because her vision earlier, he died. So, she felt like this was going to be his death. Yeah, we're all trying to figure out when his death is coming. Mm Mm-hmm. So Ed uh, goes, despite of Lauren's visions, he says, I love you, but, you know, basically he needs to help the girl. Yeah. You know, it's about the girl to him. He, he needs to, to help her. Yeah. Meanwhile, Tubby, the neighbor, uh, went to get an axe. Mm-hmm. Tubby. <laughs> I think that's Tubby. Dude, neighbor. Tubby. Tubby. I like Tubby better. We'll go Tubby. Um, yeah, and then, so he's making his way up to Janet, and somehow, it's like some type Final Destination type shit, the, the spindle on the steam thing comes off, and like, Blow steam in his face, and now he's basically like blind. See, he's blinded. He's like seventy percent blind going mm-hmm. through this house. But he hears the music, the Christmas music again. Yep. So Tubby is still trying to break the door down. Yeah, I don't man. understand. All right, but how thick is this fucking door? Plus, uh, maybe it's made of real walnut. Maybe, but I mean, you would think like if you, the thing is, the door is the wood grain's going like this, and he's going like this against it. Yeah, like so it would take him a year. Yeah. If you just cut out, like, the hinges or something, too. Ah, if you just want a fucking tubby piece of shit. Or run into the door and knock it down. Yeah. With all of your weight. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Yeah, that... I just... I can't yeah. stand when I see people doing shit like that in movies. Like, why would you break a door down that way? Point. I think that's the point. I know. But I love it, like, when, when he does get the steam in his face, like, he hears the music, and he starts walking, and then when he goes through the doorway, as soon as he kind of walks, like, past it, you see those fingers again. Yeah, oh. coming out on the door frame. I don't know if you noticed that. No, dark TV. Yeah, but you see your fingers. Uh, you, you know, the only reason I assumed it was the nun off off the bat was because of the scene earlier with the painting. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming that's whose fingers it is at this point in time. Uh, from and then from Ed's point of view, now it's like a you know it's it's showing his point of view, and uh, you can tell he's trying to get his sight back. You can see. Like, you could actually see a figure behind him, too, but I don't know if that ever comes into play. It's like a red sweater, almost, it looks like they have on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Well, wasn't Janet wearing a red sweater? 
Oh, you know what? That could have been point? it too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that, but you're right. It probably was Janet. So died. she might have been kind of like, yeah, yeah. Or maybe, but, but, it, but luring him up to the window. Maybe, yeah, because like you never see it, and it never really comes up. You know. Anyway, um, he starts spouting some Latin shit. He's fucking going Latin crazy. And at the same time, outside, Lorraine figures out how to. F- she she knows, she knows the name. She just doesn't know mm-hmm. the name. So she runs back to the car and pulls out the Bible because yeah, like, where do I know this? I yeah, know she's this. she's like what, what, yeah. So she goes looks at her Bible. She's like V A L. We know it's not a nun now, so the nun is really not. It, it's again, it's just a, an entity taking on form, mm-hmm. multiple forms. Mm-hmm. So you think the nun is also taken over by somebody else? Yeah, I, I don't. I, you don't think the nuns even actually going forward? Yeah. I don't think. I mean, well, so the nun we know the movie the nun is technically a prequel. Right, it's the first. It's actually time wise the first of the it's series. It's supposed to be the first yeah. of the series leading yeah. up to this point, mm-hmm. up to this this present day of Conjuring Two. I don't think the nun was ever a nun. Obviously, I think that that is just what we that, find out took the form of purposely. That's so cool. It's not actually yeah. a nun. That's actually pretty cool. I mean, I, I never really thought of it. I actually thought like Valak was the nun to an extent, but. I see your point. Well, it is, see but, it. but there's not really a... It is that. It's always been... Right. I get, I get what you're saying. You know what yeah. Saying. I understand what you're saying. So, uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Hold on. Now so, i got to catch up to where I was. Sorry. sorry. Right after that, um, lightning strikes and breaks the tree out in front of the house. Yep. And you see that big, icy-looking spike we saw from her vision of bed dying earlier. Yeah, just take the rest, man. <laughs> we're, we're, like, at the end, so take I, the rest. Yeah, this, is, yeah. this is very... Towards the end, I get very lazy, so it's just kind of like... Uh, Jane goes to jump out the window. Ed grabs her like the study is. And they're both hanging out the window. He's kind of got his arm wrapped around and he's holding on by like the curtains. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lauren, Lorraine shows up. Uh, the nun throws her up against the wall. And then Lorraine says, like, I, I know your name. Your name is Valak. I have power over you. And says all the different... I wish I wrote down all the different things. Like, let me see if I, Let me see if I... Uh... Wrote that down. Lord Jesus, I send you back to hell where you came from, devil. Because she describes all, all of his different names throughout hell and stuff. It's actually kind of a cool part. Yeah, she says like Valak, the defiler, the the profane. And then she condemns her back to hell. Yeah, yeah. that's all I wrote to myself. Because it is a pretty long... Like, it's a, it's a it, it would take like a page to write down everything she said. So Yeah, it's a very intense scene though. Yeah. yeah. So anyways, yeah, she... Files it back to hell. She ends up grabbing on. Um, I don't know if you said this already, because Ed's Ed's arm. Ed pulls everybody back in. Yep, yep. But but I don't know if we explained it that well. So like that lightning that struck the tree. Did we explain this well? No, the lightning that struck struck the tree was right over that window. Was over that window. Yeah. Ed was going to fall out of the window, which would have been back to the beginning, the foreshadow of him being impaled. Right. It was meant that Valak was gonna have him pushed out the window or some way but and so he was going to go through the tree yeah. and by the way Valak takes form once once she calls oh, out the name because Valak turns he like shreds apart from being the nun and is ta- actually takes form of you see Valak for what he really okay. is okay I gotta, we gotta really or what, that, yeah. what it really is it's, you see the actual form of Valak hmm. which is a giant de- demon you don't just see the nun at that point you see alright so the nun is just another yeah that happens to have her on sequel though you see Valak as Valak like gets sent back to hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my only question is with this is Valak was Valak just purposely going after Ed for a reason? I mean that's one thing is we don't 
know why Ed was picked. Right, right. And, and it, was the spirit board actually what conjured them? Is it because Ed is supposedly like a famous demonologist that it's just like he's him and his wife are going, I mean, you could speculate, they're going around destroying evil, and so Valk's like, fuck this, I'm gonna get rid of this guy. You know, that's you know what, Kevin? That's an awesome question, and I didn't. I, we just don't know, right? No, no, and and I didn't even think about that. Maybe but but it's a great dude. No, no, it's a great way though. Like, it's actually a little deeper than I thought. Like, because I I didn't even think of that. I mean, the whole right. But you're right. From the beginning, we've been thinking like Ed's gonna die. Ed's gonna die. Right. Why right. is Valak picking him specifically? I mean, I could say like, why did Valak pick Bill Wilkins? Why did Valak pick a lot of things? Like, mm-hmm. but. For, for and why that family? We can go on and on. Yeah. Maybe maybe in Conjuring Three we actually get an explanation to just kind of sum up. I'm assuming they will. They've been yeah. consistent with one and two so far, so I'm assuming three they'll kind of refer to it at some point back and go, oh yeah, remember when this happened? Ha ha ha! Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, he was after you for. I'm assuming it's because he's a famous demonologist and Valak wanted to destroy. I agree with that. I agree with that. And then uh, there's one little quick scene of uh, Janet talking to Ed and. He ends up passing the crucifix that his father gave it on to her, mm-hmm. which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. And really, it cuts out, but the, the thing I found the most interesting, there's like a dancing scene, too. I don't care about talking That's about where it. I get sappy, dry, humping. Yeah, 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 whatever. But I did like the part where it comes up in writing that you end up finding out that the mom, Peggy Hodgson, ended up dying in the same exact spot Bill Wilkins died in real life. Like 40 years later 40 or years later or whatever. Which is fucking crazy. Different chair, same spot. Yeah, and she ended true. up dying there. And uh, that's basically it, man. That's the movie. Uh, let's get some thoughts on it, man. Who wants to start this part out? Allegedly, this is one of the most documented cases still. Just as far as like shit they were able to record. Right. Pictures, all so, that. so what, in reality? In the, the, yes. In the re- okay. They, the they, call, they call this, uh, it says it in the, in the end, they call this like the, the British Amityville. Yeah, okay. the Enfield or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And, and so we so up until again, so the character of Valak, the character of the nun are the fictitious yes. portions that yep. just don't tie into it. The actual investigation was about a family with a little girl who had supposedly being possessed by an old man. Mm-hmm. I believe so. That's creepy as yep. fuck. But I mean I never looked into the real case, but you got me interested. Now yeah. that you keep now we're talk, having the discussion, I'm actually interested in looking this up. I might do that yeah, tonight. I mean I literally like, I think it would have just been the problem is it would have just been another possession movie. Mm-hmm. We would have identified it's pretty much a play on the exorcist and people would have been like, Oh, it's just mm-hmm. another exorcist movie. I like that James Wan in his storyline added these little ties right. for one, two um, I mean, of course, the prequel to with a nun. So I like that. I just wish we would get, even though it's fiction, I would like to get an explanation of why Ed was a target. Right. I got you. If we don't, we don't. We don't. I, I get and we, we probably don't. won't. Because they're probably not going to return to the story. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, one and two have really nothing to do with each other, so I'm assuming three is going to be the same thing. Probably completely different. Yeah. But what would you think of the movie overall, though? Aside I, from I, that. Look, I, I own all of these. I enjoy mm-hmm. this whole universe. Yeah. Um, all of the movies. I... I like everything about them. They're not super original, but I love the jump scares. I love the um, the time period piece. I love how it's sh- how they're all shot. Mm. The demons are creepy. The spirits are creepy. It's they're really good modern horror movies for what they are. And and, sure. and as far as like and the plots are pretty consistent. And I, I think a big part goes to James Wan. Fuck I yeah. think yeah. I think the way he just films stuff. I think he's. You know, like, I hate to say it because I hate comparing people, but I think he's, he's like a modern-day carpenter. 
Well, he you is, know, in a sure. different way. Obviously, he does he's different, different styles of movies, but but just the way, like his way is the way. Like you watch Insidious, The Conjuring. And whether you like Insidious or not, I know those movies are a little more I controversial. Them, I, I still love them all. Oh, I do too. I do. I'm, I'm with you. But yeah. they're a little more controversial. You hear yeah. a lot more people uh, say, yeah. oh, the Insidiouses aren't that great yeah. or whatever. But people love The Conjuring. The Conjuring seems to be loved by everybody. Yeah, it's pretty consistent. Uh, I'm, I'm with you though. And I yeah. love the use of music too. The creepy oh, yeah. violins no, and he, stuff. He, like, he does in a great Insidious job. series. Mm-hmm. And I in Conjuring, like, man. Conjuring, the Jesus. use of music. Holiday music specifically. Like, the bells and children singing. and The ropes in the first one. Like we oh, talked about when we did The Conjuring one. It was great. So he is screenwriter on on the third one. I looked up. Mm-hmm. You're right. There's another person directing. I think I don't know if his screenwriting credit for three is just going to be because he wrote mm-hmm. the series, so he's just getting screenwriting credit, or if he's actually a screenwriter and just not like letting somebody else kind of maybe give something new to it, because mm-hmm. he might even feel like if I put my stamp on this, it might be too dry. I got gotcha. you. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm very pumped for the third one. Awesome. Me too. Twenty one. We got to. And and what I want to do if uh, you guys are down, I know we probably shouldn't talk about this on the air, but it doesn't matter. I want to actually watch that and do like a, a quick react to it. Oh yeah. Yeah, you know that way. Like we're not gonna get like the plot like we did this, but I, but it'd be cool just to get an instant reaction and yeah. hopefully it's good and uh, we're not shitting all over it. Yeah. But I'm guessing that's a recommend from you. Yeah. That's right. what it sounded uh, yeah, like. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Doug, man. Yeah. What do you think? I think Kevin basically hit all the things, all the points. Yeah. The, the, the head on the nail. I think he hit the head on the nail. <laughs> Uh, the acting too, like Madison Wolf, the one, girl that played Ooh, yeah. Janet, like yeah, excellent, the, yeah. The kids, man, the kids were great. Yeah. The kids were great. The mom, the mom was good. She reminded me like the mom from like Charlie and the Chac- mm-hmm. Chac- She did Charlie a little. Chac- yeah, 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 I know what you like said, the yeah. quintessential like poor like English mm-hmm. woman. Uh, I just think the acting was very well done. They picked the right cast and it just complemented uh, James's you know mm-hmm. directing and shots, his cuts, his everything. So I take that to recommend from you? Yes, sir. And honestly, I'm not even going to go... Because they basically summed up everything um, I was going to say. Like, between Kevin and Doug's comments. So I don't really have to go too much further. Again, I just like how they continue the dark jump scenes. I, I really love how James Wan does that. I mean, he did that since, like, the Saw series. And not as dramatic in the Saw series, but I love how dark those movies were. And it's not. And I'm not even a big Saw fan, but I love that. Go ahead. What I like about these, same thing was the first one we had talked about mm-hmm. when we did that one. It's not super gory. It's suspenseful. Oh, it's it's like, TV, yeah. You know, it doesn't need that cheap gore. No. You know, no. there's really no gore. No, and that's, and that's what's even thing. more. I find this more frightening, if I had to say, than say like a movie that's just like straight up gore or yeah. killing. It's something about it, just that the, yeah. that builds the suspense. Sometimes gore is just boring. It is. I, boring. I mean, it's fun to watch the gory scene sometimes, but like those movies are so beyond ridiculous sometimes it's like uh, I don't know if any of you have seen Terrifier it's on Netflix no, I, I haven't I seen never, it honest, I, I mean he saw in women in half and I shit I couldn't get into it but it's not, it's not it doesn't have a good plot he's just killing people for the sake of killing people some people it's, just like to straight up gore for and that's no fine reasons, you know? yeah people like are gonna like, for yeah. whatever reason but I think you're gonna like what you're gonna like people who really like it or or are afraid of it is because they want they don't like clowns and so it just adds to the fear but for me I'm like mm-hmm. clowns don't do shit for me and yeah, the gore. I was just like, eh. It's been really terrible acting in those that series. Yeah, fucking awful. Yeah. It's hard to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I it's watched, like I, I watched it, and I had fun with it, but I also watched it from a counter drinking some beers. I wasn't yeah. even directly in front of the TV. I tried so hard. I could. I yeah. just. I, I. was like, I can never watch this shit again, man. <laughs> right. Anyway, I'm going back to the Conjuring real quick. Um, yeah, I recommend it, man. So that's yeah. a triple recommend. That's recommend across the board, just like part one. 
I'm really, I think all of us, like I think Kevin already mentioned, I really can't wait for the third yeah, one. Yeah, we're pumped for that. I think, uh, like, the honestly, top two anticipated movies are that and the new Halloween. Uh, we got so fucked. That was the yeah. only thing I looked forward to. And they were both coming out within a month of each other, pretty uh, much, you know, yeah, which sucks. So we lost that due to this uh, pandemic. But anyway, hey, we'll be back soon. Good night uh, from Vintage Burn. Give me some fucking biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. Alright, see ya. Later.